Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Listen, every relationship, every single relationship is a disciple-making opportunity. Paul has a series of conversations with Governor Felix, and after his initial defense that we read yesterday, Felix has his own agenda and his own motives, but Paul doesn't miss, can't miss, a single opportunity to present Jesus, to present the gospel. Let's take a look, Acts chapter 24, picking up in verse 22. But Felix, having a rather accurate knowledge of the way, put them off, saying, When Lysias the tribune comes down, I will decide your case. Then he gave orders to the centurion that he should be kept in custody, but have some liberty, and that none of his friends should be presented from attending to his needs. After some days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, and he sent for Paul and heard him speak about faith in Christ Jesus. And as he reasoned about righteousness and self-control in the coming judgment, Felix was alarmed and said, Go away for the present. When I get an opportunity, I will summon you. Verse 26, at the same time, he hoped that money would be given him by Paul, so he sent for him often and conversed with him. When two years had elapsed, Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, and desiring to do the Jews a favor, Felix left Paul in prison. What relationships do you have, whether personal or professional? What if, I'll ask this question again, what if every personal and professional relationship was a disciple-making opportunity? Not even that you're preaching the gospel. I'm not talking about Bible-thumping with everyone that you talk to. But what if every relationship you were finding ways to work your faith into their awareness? Let me ask this question another way. Does everyone you know know that you love Jesus? Does everyone that you know know that you follow Jesus, that you're trying to obey Jesus in the way that he lived? Felix might have his own agenda in talking to Paul, but look at the conversation. He reasoned, verse 24, about faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 25, about righteousness and self-control and upcoming judgment. Verse 26, as he sent for him often. You may be surprised to find people are drawn to the truth to the truth. When we started the youth group here and people said, well, this generation, they don't have the patience or they don't have the attention span. You have to distract them with games and snacks and fancy graphics and maybe slip in a few minutes of Bible teaching. Well, we don't really do anything fancy here. We sometimes have a game, sometimes not. But we teach scripture for 25 to 30 minutes every Wednesday, and we spend just as long in small groups discussing scripture. And you know they keep coming? You know these students keep bringing friends? We like to say we believe that students themselves can know God and can make him known. They can know Jesus and make him known. They don't have to wait to be, quote, grown up to know Jesus and make him known. People, no matter what age, are drawn to the truth. And while, yeah, even Felix was alarmed at one moment, it says, sent him away for a minute, had to catch his breath maybe, but then called him back. This was a two-year relationship in which Paul had a chance with a governor to make Jesus known to him. So I'll ask again, does everyone that you know know that you love and follow Jesus? 
We talked recently about telling your story. Have they heard any examples of how God has changed your life? And this isn't all at once. This isn't sitting down with your friends and coworkers for two hours and giving them your whole life story all at once. This is casual examples sprinkled into years of relationships. This is not a sprint, this is a marathon. So for today, what can you do today? How can you sprinkle a little bit of Jesus into the relationships you already have? What might it look like to just start casually dusting in mentions of what God is doing in your life? How might that impact the way people see you, the way people understand your lifestyle, the things that you say yes and the things you say no to, the way you spend your time? What would it look like today to sprinkle just a little bit of Jesus into your relationships, already existing relationships? What might God do with just a dusting of examples of what he's already doing in your life? How might he use those planted seeds in the lives of others? Let me pray for you today. God, thank you for the relationships you've already given us. Thank you for the audience that you've already given us. Lord, give us the boldness to bring Jesus, to bring your truth into those relationships. Give us the boldness to bring your life's work, the things that you're doing in our day-to-day lives into those relationships, that people would see you in our lives, that people would see what you're doing in our lives and see not only that we live differently, but why we live differently, why we spend our time differently. God, and that those things would be interesting and attractive to people and that we would have opportunities then to share Christ with the people around us. So thank you for the audience you've given us. Thank you for the relationships you've given us. Lord, give us the boldness to live openly for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, this is episode 55 of Word in Motion. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.